Molly Balanji from Stoli Hill. This is the Rorschach Malawi update from the 25th of August 2022. A quick summary of what's going down in Malawi. The country's electricity provider, ESCOM, made headlines for all the wrong reasons. On Saturday the 20th, a local newspaper called The Nation published a story saying that ESCOM had lied about how much it cost them to buy power. In our last episode, we spoke about how ESCOM's CEO, Kamwamkwawa, Kumwenda had revealed that the company had proposed a 99% increase on their electricity tariffs because they weren't making any profits with their current rate. Well, in the newspaper article, the chairperson for the Parliamentary Committee of Natural Resources and Climate Change, Yolani Chilenga, and two other people in the energy sector, said that ESCOM buys power at about 60 kwacha, around 6 U.S. cents, per kilowatts per hour, and not at 140 kwacha, or 14 U.S. cents. As Kumwenda had stated, Chilenga also said Eskom sells electricity at 104 kwacha, around 10 U.S. cents, which means that the company does make profits. He said that he didn't understand why Kumwenda had lied and that he didn't know where the CEO had gotten his numbers from. Many angry locals called Eskom a joke and demanded that its CEO be fired. Many others said they are ready to demonstrate against the company. To make things worse, the country experienced three nationwide blackouts on Friday the 19th, Saturday the 20th, and Sunday the 21st. Eskom's statement said the blackouts were caused by a system shutdown. Eskom started implementing seven-hour blackouts in January this year after Cyclone Anna destroyed major power plants. While many locals have been understanding, they are now starting to lose their patience because Eskom wants to raise its tariffs, despite being able to provide electricity consistently. Other people think that ESCOM is being used to sabotage the government since a consistent lack of basic needs, such as electricity, would make the executive look bad. The lack of electricity also makes it hard for local companies to function well. On Friday the 19th, a tweet explained how a plane from the long way to Balantri couldn't land at Chileka International Airport because the runway had no lights. One of the passengers tweeted that the plane stayed in the air for about 40 minutes as the pilot and authorities tried to rectify the problem. Unfortunately, in the end, they had to fly back to the long way. In response to all these issues, ESCOM's partner, the electricity generation company, or Eugenico, said they are working to ensure that the blackouts end by 23rd of December. On Monday the 22nd, the director of planning and development at Eugenico, Dabren Sunday, said they are banking on the restoration of the Capuchiria power station to put an end to the power outages. Now let's move on to some news on health. On Tuesday the 23rd, the Ministry of Health said the country is experiencing a cholera outbreak and that 12 districts have active cases of the disease. The first cholera case was recorded in March this year in Manchinga District, but as of Tuesday the 2nd, the Ministry has recorded over 1,450 cases and 58 deaths. Most of these were recorded in Balanchi, Nakahata Bay, Nisanje, Chikwawa, and Neno districts. The ministry said they have set up cholera treatments in the affected district and have urged people to visit the treatment centers as soon as they show any signs or symptoms. Since cholera sometimes spreads through the contaminated food and it's hard to maintain and monitor hygiene for street food in order to ward off potential cases, traditional authority Malanda and Nakata Bay restricted the sale of cooked food at the Chintechie market. The ban came into effect on Saturday the 20th. He also ordered community members living in fishing camps to construct a pit latrines within a week to minimize the number of people defecating the nearians. He said anyone who breaches these measures will have to pay a penalty fee of at least 10,000 watchers, which is about $10. In other news, 
on Saturday, the 20th, the Malawi Communications Regulatory Authority, or NACRA, revoked the radio license for Capital Radio, Joy Radio, and Sepitawa FM because they didn't pay their annual license fees. According to Makra's statement, the stations were told they had until the 5th of August to make their payments, but they didn't. All the three stations owe Makra about 46 million kwacha, which is around $45,000. A few days later, on Tuesday the 23rd, Mock revoked more content license from Yufula FM, Yufula Television, and Galaxy FM. Because just like other stations, they didn't pay their license fees. Many people on social media have expressed concern that Macro's license fees might be a little too pricey for local media houses. Some are also afraid that the people working in these stations might lose their jobs which would increase the country's unemployment rate. In some sports news, the country's netball team, the Queens, boycotted their training over unpaid allowances. On Wednesday the 24th, some of the players revealed that Netball Association, or Malawi, or NAM, promised that they would pay the Queens 720000 kwacha, about $700, three days before arriving in South Africa for their World Cup qualifier games. But they still haven't received their payment, even though it's been seven days now. They have threatened to also boycott their game against Zambia, which is scheduled for Thursday the 25th. The general security for NAM, Isaac Chimwala, pleaded with the Queens not to derail their games over allowances. He asked them to focus on winning the Netball World Cup ticket. Many sports fans have always accused local sports regulatory bodies such as Malawi National Council of Sports of neglecting women's sports teams. They think that the men's teams, such as the Frames, always get more support. Paramount Chief Mamwela of the Nongoni tribe in Mazimba district within, was in South Africa on Saturday, the 20th, to attend the coronation of the South African Zulu king in Kosi Isiambiene of the Baere kingdom. While there was a lot on social media concerning the event, some South African women used this as an opportunity to admire Chief Mamwela's good looks. Some of their comments said, quote, he is a beautiful man, end quote, and their posts were accompanied by heartstruck and red heart emojis. Some people were in awe of his speech at the event, where he called for the restoration of traditional Nungunni languages and the uniting of all Africans. Many people are applauding the Malawi Defense Force, or MDF, for introducing a new policy that allows female Muslim soldiers to wear hijab at work. While confirming the news, the Muslim chaplain at the MDF, Sheikh, Major Saad Kamis Mahavu said the soldiers will now be allowed to carry out their duties while keeping their faith intact. Many people on social media have called this a, quote, welcoming development, end quote. They kept sharing a picture of a soldier wearing a hijab with comments that praise MDF's moves. On that note about social media, a clickbait Facebook post worked miracles for local rapper BJ. BJ launched t-shirts branded with the words, quote, look sharp boss, end quote, a few weeks ago. In a bid to make more sales on Tuesday the 23rd, he posted a Photoshop image of Canadian rapper Dax wearing one of his t-shirts. He claimed that Dax had bought his merchandise and encouraged people to buy them as well. To a lot of people's surprise, Dax commented on the Facebook post and said he loved the t-shirt design. He also asked where he could donate some money to BJ so that he could give away some of his t-shirts to his fans. On Wednesday the 24th, BJ confirmed to have received money from Dax via PayPal, but did not disclose how much it was. He just said the money is nothing less than a million kuwacha, which is about a thousand dollars. He also said he is currently working on making more merchandise that he can give away to his fans. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. Since inflation is soaring almost everywhere, what is something you have to stop buying because it got too expensive? Let us know at Malawi at warshop.com or on Instagram or Twitter at warshop Malawi. Pintani Buinum.